Fiona Apple will donate royalties from her biggest song to aid refugee relief. We'll tell you more. Also, a new Gallup poll finds that American pride is at an all-time low. And the next big biopic is on the way. And it's someone Christian rock fans will be familiar with. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Jesse Carey. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All of those stories are coming up, but first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or even an appealing online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and of course, powerful e-commerce tools. And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash relevant. All right, to tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Tyler, how's it going, man? Hey, Jesse, good to be here. So the first story has to do with an artist who has been around for a while. I haven't actually heard a lot from Fiona Apple in a, in a while, but her early stuff and the stuff that I think a lot of people are probably most familiar with her for really holds up. Tell us what Fiona's Apple is up to now. Yeah, well, Fiona Apple is kind of uh, an icon amongst a, a certain kind of a very uh, politically progressive and uh, a socially conscious music art recording artist. Um, she's hard at work at her next album right now, which is going to be her very first since The Idler Wheel came out in 2012. But she uh, this week took to Tumblr to open up about something that I think a lot of us can probably relate to. Uh, she talked about how she's exhausted by the news and has a sense of helplessness that comes from reading stories about refugees who are being detained at the border. Uh, but unlike most of us, Fiona Apple recorded Criminal in 1996. If you only know one Fiona Apple song, that's probably it. Uh, she says it's her biggest hit. Still gets a lot of money from the royalties from it for being used in TV shows and commercials and movies. And uh, she wants to put that to good use. So she's donating the royalties from Criminal to organizations that are going to be helping, uh, you know, these immigrants? Yeah, so with the, for the rest of this year and all through 2020, all royalties from Criminal will go to While They Wait, which is an organization that provides shelter and legal services to refugees coming into the States. Um, she wrote on Tumblr, quote, After months and months of reading the news about how my country is treating refugees, I've become gutted with frustration trying to figure out the best way to help. It seems to be the best way I can help detain is to contribute to payment of their legal fees. I could write a song about this, and maybe I will, but for now, I will use criminal to help the wrongly criminalized get justice. Tyler, tell me a little bit about the organization she's donating to, whiletheywait.org. Yeah, it's kind of a cool organization. Uh, you can go check them out at whiletheywait.org. Um, they work to provide uh, mostly legal services for refugees, uh, including posting their bail, making sure that they have good lawyers and attorneys to help them sort through, obviously, the very complicated process of, uh, of getting through the border uh, when they're after they're detained. Uh, right now, While They Wait is trying to guarantee the right of counsel to every immigrant. Uh, that's something not currently provided under U.S. law. Uh, you can go sign their petition at their website and you can donate there as well. Once again, that's whiletheywait.org. All right, Tal, let's turn to some national news here. We're coming up on July 4th and you know, Gallup's got this new poll about patriotism 
and it's on the decline. What mm-hmm. can you tell us about this? Well, it, it is on the decline, but it's important to know here that it's still pretty high. Uh, according to Gallup, about 70% of Americans say they're proud to live in the U.S. So that's obviously a very high number, but it is getting lower. Just 45% of Americans say they're, quote, extremely proud to be an American. Uh, that is the lowest, actually, that it's been since Gallup first started asking this question back in 2001. And it's the second year in a row now. Now that it's been less than half who checked the extremely proud box. Uh, so that is, uh, I wouldn't say it's anything uh, that's particularly worrisome for people who really want a lot of patriots in this country, but it's definitely going down, uh, particularly from 2002 and 2004, which is when the extremely proud camp was at their highest at 69 and 70% respectively. Um, obviously, there's a lot of possible reasons for that. Gallup didn't get into the specifics behind why patriotism or extremely high patriotism might be on the decline. There's been plenty of stories. Just today, we saw the news about Colin Kaepernick's new shoe, uh, or the yeah. shoe that was put out by Nike, which Colin Kaepernick protested, uh, that had Betsy Ross's flag on the back, supposedly, reportedly pulled over some concerns from Kaepernick about how that era of the flag was a mark of slavery. Yeah, you know, it, when you hear that, uh, you know, still 45% of Americans say they're extremely proud of their country, that seems like a high number. But then mm-hmm. when you look at just back in, you know, 2004, that that number was at 70%. That shows how dramatically of a decline we've experienced in just the last decade and a half. Huge, huge drop. Yeah, it's, it's something that would be, and it'll be interesting to see if it, whether that turns around and picks back up. It's obviously been sort of a roller coaster, but right now it is at the lowest ebb that it's been. All right, Tyler. So <laughs> we have we're going to end on a pop culture note as we as we typically do on daily. Uh, but this one is about a uh, a new upcoming biopic. But it's about another CCM star. Tell us about what uh, it's an it's a music biopic, which is honestly, man, that's one of my favorite genres of movies. Like, oh, is it? Okay, I, I didn't love know that. Walk the Line. Uh, you know that kind of experimental Bob Dylan film uh-huh. that was out a few years ago. You know the one about uh, NWA. Uh, a few years ago was really great. I love a good music biopic. What are we in store for with this latest one that's headed to theaters pretty soon here? Well, music biopics are obviously sort of on the rise right now. Bohemian Rhapsody made a lot of money. Uh, the most recent one was that Elton John movie that came out that everybody really liked uh, with, yeah, with Rocket, Rocket Man. Man. Yeah. yeah, that was a, a big one. And then we were writing on the site today about how there's a new Elvis Presley biopic in the works from Boz Luhrmann. Uh, but those aren't the only ones because we have a, a truly storied star who is finally getting his chance in the spotlight. I think it's well-deserved. Uh, CCM recording artist Jeremy Camp is going to be the subject of a new biopic from Andrew and John Irwin, who are the brothers who created the, uh, the uh, that I Can Only Imagine movie about Mercy Me a couple of years ago that actually surprised yeah. people at the box office with how well it did. Um, so this Jeremy Camp movie is called I Still Believe. It comes out next year, March of 2020. And uh, what struck me as interesting is this one has a cast that actually uh, some of our listeners may be familiar with, which isn't always the case with these Christian movies. Jeremy Camp in the movie is going to be played by K.J. Appa. That's the guy who plays Archie on that uh, dark 
edgy uh, Riverdale show on the CW. Yeah, um, oh yeah. He's going to be starring in that. Britt Robertson, who we saw in Tomorrowland, is also going to be in the movie. And for some reason, Shania Twain will also be appearing <laughs> in it as well. So for some reason, the cast. reason is she's Shania Twain, Tyler. That's I, the if, reason. if Shania wants to be in this movie, then I will not stand in her way as a as a noted Shania Twain stand. I was just surprised. That's all. But yeah. we've got the trailer. The first te- the first look, I think they're calling it, is very short, but they did release one. And uh, it's posted over at RelevantMagazine.com. You can check it out if you dare. All right, Tyler, I'm going to put you on the spot here, man. Your favorite yeah. uh, music biopic, if you had to choose one right now. Right on the spot. Oh, man, that, this is putting me on the spot. I think you brought it up earlier, but I'm a big fan. I am not generally a huge fan of music biopics because I feel like they all sort of follow the same uh, a star, like an unlikely star gets famous and then the trials yeah. of rock and roll bring him down and then he or she sort of overcomes it but I did really love like you said uh, I'm not there the Bob Dylan but because it was so weird I liked the weirdness yeah. of it yeah you have like Kate Blanchett playing Bob Dylan you have like 11 people show. playing Bob Dylan in it I thought that was a great it felt very much like something Bob Dylan would have liked yeah, yeah, he always likes messing with people. I, I have a non-traditional. It's it's about a fictional band, so I don't know if it really counts as oh, a biopic, but well, almost I, famous. Which oh yeah, is, if that counts, yeah. if we're counting almost famous, then I'm saying almost famous too. I, you you kind of have to because it's not a true biopic. Stillwater, the band in the movie, obviously isn't real, but the story is based on the real life experiences of the director and writer of the film, Cameron Crowe, uh-huh. who got his start uh, as you, you know, Tyler. We've had Cameron Crowe the mag before. Uh-huh, yeah. Who got his start as a young music journalist writing for Rolling Stone. So that's another one. I feel like it deserves a spot in the you know music biopic genre favorites just because it's it i mean that that's another one that just still holds up if fictional bands are, are allowed then i would have then i would absolutely say almost famous <laughs> i would also have to throw in uh i would also have to throw in a, one, a truly great fictional band that was detailed in this is spinal tap one of the one of the great fictional music acts of of this or any generation <laughs> Arguably, not only the best music, fake music biopic ever, but also it might be my favorite Christopher Guest movie. I think Rob oh, Reiner directed it, but Christopher yeah. Guest, every scene he's in, he really steals the show there. Yeah, I'm right there with you. All right. Well, that is your Relevant Daily for today. Also, your music biopic uh, <laughs> recap and rankings. Uh, Tyler, thanks, man. Thanks, Jesse. All right, to read more about these stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out relevantmagazine.com. Also, follow us on social. We, we've got these stories and a whole lot more. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And finally, be sure to subscribe to The Print Magazine, issue 100. It's on its way right now. And all of our other podcasts. Remember, we're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.